Hello and welcome to It's The Fix, a podcast focused on helping you return balance to your mental and physical fitness. We all have that fix that we chase. For some, it's drugs and alcohol, but it could be social media, smartphones, unhealthy foods, junk food, binge-watching television. These short-term fixes are only temporary, and finding a long-term fix that sticks is what this podcast is all about. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to show up to your life differently. My name is Matt Tompkins. Wendy Townley is with me as always. What up, Wendy? Hi, Matt. So um, this week is Thanksgiving. Yeah. A lot of people are, are maybe struggling to find things to be thankful for this year, but we all have things to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk today about what we should be mindful for. Okay. And you hear about that a lot. You've heard about that. There's a lot of cliches when it comes to mindfulness and positive thought or positive psychology or mind over matter. And we we don't know whether to believe is there truth in this? Is that just a thing? Is it a religion? Is it a cult? Is it something people believe in? Do is we it put, just a catchphrase? Is it just yeah? Is, is it yeah. just cliches mm-hmm. that have packed up to sell health uh, health and wellness books over the years? Self care, self help. Or is there some actual tangible science behind it? And are there ways that we can implement here today um, to show up to our life differently? Because that's what it's all about. We've talked about lifestyle changes mm-hmm. and on this show. But showing up to your life differently is possible. You can do it today. You can do it tomorrow. It, it's not something that is overtly complicated. The bottom line is, I guess, the point of today's podcast what we think about has a major impact on what we're actually doing, on the actual outcome. Mm-hmm. So, yes, to to a degree, uh, not to get into the cliches, but mindfulness and positive thought does have an impact on what we're doing and what the outcome of our actions yes. are. Yes, and on your physical health. I think we, we know the mind-body relationship, so... If you are stewing over something, if you're expecting bad news or you're dwelling on something negative that's happened in your life previously or could happen, your body will manifest that. That's certainly, certainly the case. So, so today I have three, three tips for you, three things that you can implement to show up to your life differently. But before we get into that, I mentioned the science. And so there is something I learned about this today. It is called the reticular activation. It is in your brain. And that's a biological thing in your brain that they have studied. And it's impacted by your thoughts. An example of how your reticular activator works would be if you're thinking of a movie. Mm -hmm. This happens to me all the time. I'll be thinking of Back to the Future. Man, I haven't seen Back to the Future in so long. Wait, wait, wait. One, two, or three. You got to clarify. Well, I will take any of them, but number one is obviously okay. the best, the, the OG. I disagree, but keep going. Um, you want to? What's your favorite? The third the, one? The Are Western? you kidding me? It's priceless. Yeah, Back to the Future Two kind of gets lost in the. It mix. doesn't even compare. Yeah. Although hoverboards, I feel That's like that's the I only feel, redeeming quality of that film. But that took place in 2015. I feel like we've yeah, been robbed. We have. You know, because uh, what's his name? The the director. I remember in a documentary about the making Zemeckis. making of the movie i remember he said oh yeah these are right around the corner and, and as a kid <laughs> i believed him 
yeah. in my core. So you can't believe just how disappointed I was. I know. Uh, but let's say you're thinking of a movie. This happens okay. to me a lot. And I often think, my God, is am I living in the Truman Show? Because every time I think of this movie, then all of a sudden that movie's just on television all the time. Okay. Another example could be you go out and you buy yourself a red VW Beetle. Mm-hmm. And then all you see everywhere are red VW Beetles. Sure. That is because you are, what your mind is focusing on is what you will find. Okay. So if you start your day and you say, today is going to be a great day, mm-hmm. you are going to have a significant higher, significantly higher chance of having a great day. Uh-huh. If you start your day with negative thoughts, man, I hate my job. I don't want to get up today. Then you're going to hate your job. Or and you're, dread. And yeah, you're not going yes. to want to get up for the day. Yeah. And I, if I could also say, I think this goes back to something you talked about at a previous episode, is if you don't start the day in that manner, you also have the ability after lunch to say, I'm going to reset the day or restart the day. So don't yes. just think this is an exercise you, we can only perform first thing in the morning. And so here are here are the three areas. And I'm glad you brought that up because here are three things you can implement at any point. It could be in the middle of your day. It could be towards the end of your day. It's obviously great, I think, to do these at the start of your day uh, because then you're going to project what type of day you're going to happen. Now, this doesn't mean that there are out external things that are going to happen that you, you you can't not be able to control everything. But this is all about controlling how you react mm-hmm. and how you respond to those things. Yeah. Because you, you could see one thing is that thing ruined my day or that was a fun piece of adversity I had to overcome, mm-hmm. you know, and I learned something new. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, the bottom line is what we think about has a major impact on what we're doing and the outcome and our actions. And. Science has studied that. That's what the reticular activator is a, is about. So what are ways then, what are these three key areas to retake control uh, over that positive, positive thought, that mindfulness? Well, the first one is to take notice. That is basically what mindfulness is. You're taking notice of how you're feeling, how things are going. And some of the the easiest way we've talked about deep breathing and breathing exercises, uh, meditation, mm-hmm. others like prayer. Mm-hmm. Those are all ways to take notice of the moment. So I forget who the author was, was saying 95 percent of your life is either behind you or in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so you want to push back the past. You want to push forward the future and live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so the way that you do that is by focusing down on just one thing. Yeah. And you can do that through deep breathing exercises. Just a couple minutes of deep breathing exercises will start to rewire your brain. You will literally start to uh, create brand new neural pathways in mm-hmm. your brain simply by doing a couple minutes. So imagine if you did 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Or imagine, for example, like you get up in the morning and you're sitting on your bed and you're doing some mindful meditation and then your wife walks in and scares the crap out of you <laughs> like Wendy did to me this morning. Because Wendy just was concerned about Matt getting up on time and getting to work. And what was my response? Jesus. <laughs> and you actually, you did. The the reason I laughed so hard once I got back upstairs like for a minute now that I know you were doing the deep breathing, you sounded out of breath when you said it. Like you. Yeah. Like I thought, were you having a nightmare? But now that I know, I'll give you till 630 before I nudge you and say, get up. That was hilarious. um, 
So meditating is basically, I mean, really, I look at meditating. There's a lot of ways you can do it, but just it's focusing on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Just focusing on one simple, small thing that you can control, like your breathing. Yep. Now, if you do the deep breathing and you want to increase those those positive neural pathways in their creation and you want to actually release feel-good chemicals in your own brain, you can control that too. And you do that by while you're while you're doing deep breathing exercises, while you're meditating, just think about your blessings. Think about the good things in your life. Focus mm-hmm. on, I'm glad I still have a job. Yeah. You know, uh, today I'm going to make my job better. Yeah. And could you talk, a perfect example would be, you talked about relapsing and saying you, that the advice of your therapist said, but Matt, look at all the days that you didn't relapse. So let's not focus on this one moment. Yeah. Like, it's if, a dramatic example, but I think that helps from just a, a tactical perspective. But if, yeah, if you're focusing only on the negative, like at, at that time, I was focusing on the 14, 12 or 14 days that I had was high or had relapsed. But that that's, there's what, 340 Minimal. some days, 350 mm-hmm. days that I was, that I was sober and was mm-hmm. clean. So really, I was focusing on the negative, and then it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy where if I would only focus on the negative of how many times I thought I had failed in my mind, mm-hmm. then I was more likely to fail again in mm-hmm. my mind. And so you're right. You have to, you want to focus on the good things. And, you're, it, you know, it's it's tough right now to think, oh, well, everything sucks. Well, it, there everything doesn't suck. There, there are, Yes, there are challenges that we're facing, but... There are many things that you can be thankful for. Yes. And this week we put an emphasis on being thankful. Mm-hmm. But you should do that every morning. That's every morning right. when you get up, just sit there. You don't have to do some weird yoga pose. You, you, I, I just sit on my bed. I close my eyes. Mm-hmm. And for about five minutes, I just do deep breathing through my diaphragm. Again, mm-hmm. not through your shoulders. You don't right. want to do deep breaths through your chest. You don't want your shoulders to move. Just deep breaths, sticking your belly out. It's not flattering looking. because You're pushing your belly out. And eyes are closed and I'm just focused on today is going to sometimes I just say that over and over like today is going to be a great day. Mm -hmm. Today is going to be a great day. Mm -hmm. When I used to have to deal with shitty managers or bosses, I was I was able to overcome that by doing the same technique, except I would tell myself. They are your bitch. No, (laughs) no, I would say things. Good luck with that. Like, no, they uh, they do not have control over you. You're Mm -hmm. not going to let them give you anxiety today. You're not going to let them stress you out today. Yeah. You have control over how you react emotionally. Mm -hmm. And very true. It is that self-fulfilling prophecy, though. That is mind over matter is that you can you can influence both uh, mentally, emotionally, but like medically, biologically, you can influence your body. This reminds me actually of something I was reading recently um, about a woman who was terrified of flying. And so she went and she was talking to her husband during this uh, before the flight and she was just so terrified and she was just praying, uh, praying and saying, God, please don't let us crash. Please don't let us crash. Here's all the things I'm scared about. And he go and her husband said something along the lines of, why would you pray for something you don't want? Like pray to be thankful that you will be safe. Um, And trust is a lot of it too. I think it's very easy, especially now to your point earlier 
to dwell on what's not working because it in our daily lives and what's scary and depressing and overwhelming because we don't have control over that. Mm-hmm. No, it is very true. Um, so that those parts of our lives are not changing. So the gratitude piece, even if it's as, as small as I had enough milk for a bowl of cereal this morning, my toilet flushed this yeah, morning. I mean, it can be, it, I yes. can wash and dry clothes. There are people that love me. I have parents, I have family, yeah. I you know, and if you don't have those things, you have other things in your life that you can be thankful yeah. for. So, and I, it's interesting too. And one more kind of fun little tidbit about the science of it. They actually did a scientific experiment with this back in the late nineties where they, on a piece of paper, they had three glasses of the same tap water on each piece of paper. They wrote a different emotion. So they wrote hate on one. They wrote love on another one. And the molecules, the water downside the water molecules changed. Mm -hmm. The ones that had the word hate on the outside looked like mud and were disgusting. The ones that had love were looked like beautiful snowflakes. Mm -hmm. And so the, you know, people look at it and they like you go to the hospital and the power of prayer. Well, that's the power of positive thought. Mm -hmm. When you're praying, you're, you're, you know, please, please God. Right. Give them the strength to do this or you're, 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 you're putting positive energy out. Yes. Into your and inviting it universe. in. Yeah, and inviting you're doing it in. both. So it doesn't matter if you're religious or if you're atheist. Mm-hmm. You can call it prayer. You can call it positive thought or meditation. But the bottom line is you are taking notice and you are focusing your your thoughts in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. Number two, create the conditions for your success. So what does your action list look like? Do you have an action list? Do you have a list? How, how are you holding yourself accountable if you don't have a list? Do you mean like a list of like things to get done today? Like a literal list of goals for the day. Okay. Do you list out your goals for the day? Mm-hmm. Do you list out your goals for the, the week, the year? Sure. You know, we all think about writing down big goals like, I want to make $100,000 in 10 years, or mm-hmm. I want to be famous, or I want this. You know, those are things we're wishing for. Those aren't goals because, you know, a, a goal without a plan is just a wish. So I'm talking about things that you're plan. You have an actual plan for. And don't think five, just five, 10 years down the road. Think five hours, five, 10 hours down the road. So my plan today, my goal today is to edit this video. And in that, to complete that task, I need to edit the main video. There are two promos for it. There are three short little video snippets I need to edit. And then I need to edit the audio file and process. Mm -hmm. So I'm writing out a list. And the reason I'm getting more and more detailed is so that I can cross those things off Mm -hmm. the list. I mean, A, there's nothing more rewarding than crossing things off a list. I agree. But it actually creates the conditions for your success because you start to experience success. You start to experience satisfaction from completing the tasks, mm-hmm. i.e. accomplishing mm-hmm. goals. And I love to write down things that I did that I forgot to write down just to cross them off. Oh, <laughs> I do that too. That I do that too. Yeah, I totally do that. Like I did my laundry. Oh, I didn't write it down, but I'm going to go write it down and cross it off. <laughs> it's so, so silly. Listing out your goals, knowing what your goals look like, that is important. You should be doing that every single day. Writing down a list, mm-hmm. your to-do list, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. So we talked about meditating. That's a great way to create the conditions for your success. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the listing your goals. A few other things here to create conditions for your success. Um, focusing on one thing at a time. Now, this applies to your when you're meditating, but it also applies in the literal sense of not multitasking. You are 50% less product 
productive, productive, mm-hmm. you are 50% less productive, you are 50% more likely to have create mistakes in your work if you multitask. And we did a Agreed. whole we did a whole podcast about multitasking, creating those boundaries and routines. Multitasking is the opposite of what you think it would do. You are not getting more done, you're getting half as much done. Mm-hmm. You're not doing a better job, you're doing half as good of a job. So stop multitasking. Slow down. That's the next tip. Just slow down. Stop. Mm-hmm. Focus on one thing at a time. Trust me, I didn't believe it would is true. When you stop multitasking, mm-hmm. you will get more done and your work quality will improve. You'll be more productive. And bonus, you're mentally going to feel better. You're not yes. going to feel as drained at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And you're not going to be working more hours than you should be. Yeah, you'll get you've done. Got, yeah. If you're getting 50% more done, yeah. you're going to get done 50% faster. You know, and especially if you're working from home these days where all that matters is that you get your work done and you don't maybe don't have a supervisor there. That means right. that's 50% more time watching, you know, Netflix or right. or meditating. The Mandalorian or med- or <laughs> meditating or maybe you're meditating during the Mandalorian. That's true. Um, keep your phone and computer time in check. We've talked a lot about this too. Uh, that's another big one of keeping yourself focused on one thing multitasking includes if you keep checking your phone yeah because you're you're interrupting your workflow there Mm -hmm. so the first two take notice number two create the conditions for your success and number three lose the things that you can't control the things that add stress a big one here is facebook social media twitter cable news politics These are all external things that you can't control. So that's why the reason that social media feels so stressful and a big part of that is because you can't control any any aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You can't control what you see. You can't control how people react. You can't control the negative mean comments and the vitriol. You can't control any of it. So it's it's only going to be a negative impact on your life. I want to ask you. So you we we both deleted facebook off of our phones yes didn't delete it completely just off of our mobile devices yeah how how much has your your day-to-day life improved or has it improved uh well, since deleting facebook? i have considerably noticed that i do only look at facebook on my ipad and that's um i am not on my ipad all day my phone is closer to me, so I'm only looking at it on my iPad and on my computer during the day. Um, but Facebook and social media being what it is, I do not see the negative um, emotionally charged content that you do. That so most people see. That most people see. I was just scanning it today when my sister was over because she was working on something, and so I was looking at it, and I thought... There's nothing here about politics. There's nothing here about the pandemic. That's just because I've made choices in recent months to not to not actively look at that. So Facebook is like, oh, this is her sweet spot for content. Um, but I do find that um, if I do have like the inclination to look at Facebook on my phone, like to pick it up, I feel guilty. Now, because I've kind of trained myself, that's not what your phone is for. Mm-hmm. Even absentmindedly picking it up, thinking it's still on there. Um, but and overall, do you feel it has improved your, your quality of life? Not constantly. I'm checking, not on it all the time. All Absolutely, the time. and I find that my the notifications that I receive once I check it on my computer or my iPad are have dropped considerably. When it was on my phone, 
and I didn't have my Facebook notifications turned on my phone, but when I would open the app and see the little red number, it was huge, like 13 notifications. Now there's there's very few when I check on my iPad or my laptop. So I'm like, I'll do a quick scan. And if there's no good craft project that's appealing to me, I'm like, oh, I'm good for now. I got a thousand other things to go do. Like go make a craft project. There you just go. look see? at what other people Taking are doing. Taking action. Yep. Because that's very meditative. I will say to your point, I do a lot of crafts with my hands and I find that to be supremely meditative. Well, that's, you know, creating conditions for your success. Love it. Another like exercise or just getting up and moving or stretching Mm -hmm. in the middle of the day or taking a break from work just to stretch and look outside. Yeah, there's actually a stretching app that you can download that Mm -hmm. shows you you can hopefully get to where you can do the splits Good. at some point. Our dogs so, stretch all the time. Yeah, Cats and look do how happy well. they are. Exactly. They are. Now, I mentioned Facebook and Twitter as things you can lose that you can't control that add stress. Cable news, I think, is another huge one with yes. a lot of people, especially with the political climate and just the election year. And what did you call it the other day? You called it something so porn? So I heard this, and, and people are describing it as panic porn. Panic porn, which mm-hmm. is a perfect way to That's what it, it is. It is. It's excellent. Excellent yeah. description. I mean, I've always referred to it as pornography because it's just shock value. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, how can we terrify you? It's either It's either... Uh, fear or shame. Those seem to be the two yeah. two motivating factors, depending on which network you want to watch yep. at any given time. And if, if we're either going to make you feel terrible or make you feel terrified. And if we do, we're going to give you new information at the top of the hour. And for the remaining twenty six minutes, we're just going to repeat it in different forms. So approaching, showing up to your life differently, as we just listed out here, mm-hmm. is not is not as challenging as you may think it is. You don't even have to change your clothes. You don't even have to wear clothes. We're working from home, people. Come right. on. Right. But it's um, almost winter. But here. that is how you're going to get by doing some of these things like like taking notice, the deep breathing, meditation, uh, creating these new conditions for your success, losing the things you can't control that add stress to your life. That is how you're going to get to joy. And joy is different from happiness and that joy is meaningful fulfillment in your life. So unless you are experiencing that level of joy today, you don't feel like you could handle any more joy. If you're just packed full of too much joy, well, then you a surplus. you're good. You're good to go. But if you want more joy, if you want to feel fulfilled and have meaning in your life, it is time for you to show up to your life differently. You have nothing to lose. You have everything to gain. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for joining us here today yeah. for Wendy Townley. I'm Matt Tompkins, and this is It's the Fix.